0: So, Preston, we have more stuff coming out of the Cushing Library. Uh,
1: For those of you who don't recall... It never ends. It never
0: ends. ends. And, by the way, shout out to G-Stuff. He was telling me more about what was going on. According to him, he only went through the Feast for Crows draft. And he didn't go through, like, the other stuff. And apparently there's more drafts over there in regards to the other novels. So, now, of course, G-Stuff, you know, looked at the Feast for Crows This person here, I want to get their name here, so let me pull them up real quick. Uh, Rehearsed Toast on Reddit, he was looking over the Game of
1: Thrones drafts, and uh, you read it, and you found some interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've I've read his post here. So he was looking over um, a manuscript of A Game of Thrones from 1993, November 1993, and a second manuscript of A Game of Thrones from November 1994. Now, Game of Thrones was published in '96, so you know, and it's going to be finished, you know, probably or I think early in that year. I want to get the exact date on when was when was um, Game of Thrones published. The exact month. Um, it was published August 1st, '96, which means like uh, he's he's you know he's going to be finished with the draft in like early of that year and and we kind of know you know obviously books change over time but how much they change is kind of interesting like the original stories and and what gets cut and what gets changed um, like i think we've all read we've we've talked about the the original outline of a game of thrones and things like that and how different it is but, um,
0: that, uh, how the outline had, uh, Rob and Joffrey fighting each other on the battlefield and Tyrion right. was in love with Arya
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, Tyr- and Sansa was not a character and Tyrion was not, was not a little person and, and all sorts of differences. Um, uh, and so it's, it's, it's kind of interesting. So, so we go back in time, you know, time traveling brand. We go back in time to November 93. Um, You know, America, America's, it's a different time. People like Guns N' Roses. It's, uh, (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) George R. R. Martin is, is, is finishing his 1993 manuscript of the Game of Thrones. Um, and there's, there's some small differences from what's published in, in 96. Uh, and so one of the things that was kind of interesting is, um, there was a plague introduced, already happening in a game of thrones from the beginning um in fact the plague kills john aaron not poison and ned is fearful of catching the plague if he heads south um in the in this uh now keep in mind uh maybe i should back backtrack a little this this november 93 draft only has the first 13 chapters of of a game of thrones because just george hasn't finished the rest so these you know but for the most part these 13 chapters are very similar to the published material except for these few changes so one is that uh there's this plague um which is interesting because obviously we know about the grayscale epidemic that's going to happen um that's been, you know, foreshadowed with John Connington arriving with grayscale uh, to Westeros, and people also point to you know, a Clash of Kings at the House of the Undying. That there's this stone beast that breathes fire that Danny sees, and people people kind of assume that this is the the grayscale epidemic. But so even before a Clash of Kings, way back in the beginning, like way back when he first wrote like wrote wrote these chapters, he was an, envi- he was envisioning a, an epidemic of some sort that was going to be killing people. Like that was, that was a, a main thing from the beginning, but he decided to remove the plague and bring in grayscale later, um, as a concept, um, grayscale as a grayscale is introduced in a clash of Kings. There's no mention of grayscale prior to a clash of Kings. Um, but it's of course it's of course introduced right there in the prologue with with Shireen, um, and then it's it's you know I think it's mentioned as, as well with Theon, um, in in that in that same book. Um, uh, I mean it's sort of like it's these little funny thing, like words are wind, like it doesn't appear until a certain book. And then it's mentioned all over the place or somebody saying, uncle, you know, like it's, um, it makes no sense that it wouldn't be, be earlier. No, it's, it's mentioned in um, grayscale is just mentioned in uh, just in context of Shireen, but, but nonetheless, like um, it's introduced as a concept um, in that book. Uh, and then, uh, I think Grayscale is barely mentioned in in later books, but uh I mean in, in Storm of Swords, but then kind of like reappears. Um uh, I guess I guess Grayscale is mentioned once in a Storm of Swords with regard to, with regards to um with regards to uh Shireen. and then and then it's mentioned quite a bit once you get to a Feast for Crows and a Dance with Dragons. Um And so uh yeah so I don't know. He always had this idea that there was going to be a plague from the very beginning. So I guess it's going to be a very important part of the plot. Actually, I wanted to ask you
0: about the idea that John Kahn would be spreading the grayscale plague across Westeros. Is this one of your theories, or has just no. this been in the community for quite some time? I think
1: I think most people accept that John Kahn is going to is going to be spreading grayscale across Westeros. Mm. Um, I mean. I, uh, or or else they just don't think about it. Um I mean this this they they various characters bring up grayscale and and talk about and fear it, you know, like people at the wall are fearing Shireen. Uh Pycelle brings up the story of the grace of grayscale breaking out in Old Town and stuff like this. Um the grayscale grayscale's brought up by by the Ironborn. You know, It's, it it feels like a Chekhov's gun, this deadly disease that, that could, you know, go around and, and, and kill so many people. And I think with the House of the Undying vision at the same time, it just, uh, people just, you know, kind of have this idea that, that there's going to be this, you know, epidemic, um, happening, uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people just maybe. I I always I've never met I've never met a fan who didn't think that there was going to be a great that grayscale wasn't going to play a major role, um, like a breakout wasn't going to play play a major role. I actually was very surprised when Game of Thrones the show had grayscale essentially just be Jorah catching it and then immediately getting cured. Like there's no breakout. <laughs> right? That really that really shocked me that, that it it was never part of the it was never part of the wait, story. Wait, wait. H-
0: how is it cured again in the show? Because I blocked it out of my mind. Doesn't Sam Sam reads a book.
1: He reads a book about a method, and the okay. the other Maester, Ebros, says that it's too risky, and Sam just does it anyway. Well what does he do? Does he melt down
0: Obsidian and then just rub it on Jorah's wounds, or like no, he no he just he like cuts it off.
1: He and, and I I don't think it goes into like the does it get into the obsidian? I think he just like goes in with a knife and and has a method like some books about. I remember him cut it. I, I fucking forgot. I blocked yeah, this out the of my costs, mind yeah. it's so dumb. <laughs> he he
0: scrapes mm-hmm. it off and then like Jorah has like these gaping wounds. I think he. Goes and rubs in some obsidian on it. I'll have to look it up again. Was it I, really that? It was ridiculous. Was it really obsidian? I think it. I remember it being dragon glass. What else could it? What else could it be?
1: Really? I don't. I mean, I don't. Hold really, on. I, I need to look this up that, now because this is gonna bother me. Apparently, I'm fine. I'm. Apparently, it's. Um, Sam is researching a bunch of books. And somebody, mm. some redditor with with eagle eyes, found a page, blew it up, and there's a page that says ingesting dragon glass might be a possible treatment for disease, which includes grayscale. There it is. So yeah, I was about to say like I don't remember anything in the show about grayscale, like curing anything. <laughs> like uh, no, no, but, but Okay. All right. Grayscale cures uh, obsidian cures grayscale. That's that's really weird. Okay, <laughs> but nonetheless, from the beginning, right? Uh, George wanted a big breakout. It's just that he 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 started with John Aaron actually not dying of poison, but of that, and then um and then decided to cut it and 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 then bring it back. Or or have it come in in a different form, which is, which is, um, I guess something that he's done a couple, like, I mean, he's, he's done it with the, the, um, I'm talking about like, uh, aborting a plot that he wants to bring in, but aborting it the first time and then doing it in a different manner. Um, like the, the, the religious zealots of a clash of kings disappear. But then, which were, which were clearly put that be, there because he thought he was going to have a plot with religious zealots, but then he like aborted that one and then brought in the, the, the sparrow movement later. So, you know, this is the kind of thing where he has an idea about something and then aborts it and then does it again in a different way. So,
0: yeah, so that's why the, 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 the remove plague plotline is yeah. important because we might be getting that with John Kahn in Westeros. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I would like to see that. I'm sure someone will probably take another trip to the Cushing Library and look at the Clash of Kings drafts. And I'm sure the, the religious zealots will pop up at that point.
1: The, uh, what else is in there? So apparently in these early drafts, um, there's no Holland Reed and John Aaron is the one that goes to the Tower of Joy with Ned. Uh, and that was, you know, this was changed and Howland Reed was created, was created, um, in order to, to fill that, to fill that void. Um, and I imagine that's just because if you're going to kill John Aaron at the very beginning of the book, like John Aaron's going to, you know, all the knowledge that John Aaron has dies with him. And so you want to create a different character in case you want to bring back that, that tower of joy situation what how right? howland has has this
0: like weird popularity behind him because he, he's literally one of the most important unseen characters in the entire series that isn't dead who holds the answer to so many things yet george is just holding him back for some reason because howland there's so many theories around him being the guy at winterfell that theon sees or or being the high sparrow or if,
1: if you actually analyze howland reed as as a character logically he doesn't make any sense. He's an absolute asshole, right? <laughs> this is supposedly like Ned's best friend, and he sends fuck all soldiers to Rob's war. Like his best friend, like you know, like his. his their enemies in the North sent more, sent more, tr- uh, more forces. Lady Dustin sent more forces, and she hated Ned. You know, Howland Reed, his best friend, sends nobody. You know, he sends two people with Bran. You know, and that's it. Nobody, none of the Cranick men fight uh, in the war, and so it's just. But of course, like, you know, if you bring Howland Reed out, then all of a sudden, all of the secrets he has are brought out. So George couldn't bring him out. Mm. You know, I don't actually think that, like, you know, he was thinking about like Howland Breed being a complete dickhead, a treasonous <laughs> dickhead, <You laughs> treasonous. You, you call your yeah. The banners were called, man. The banners were called. This is feudalism, okay? The banners were called. Um, he's supposed to he's supposed to uh, supply men, and uh, he doesn't, you know. So
0: I like uh, that uh, John Aaron is given more to do. Because in, in, yeah. in the source material, he's you know he's important in the past. You know, he was the first one to raise his banners against the Mad King. Mm-hmm. Cool, and his death is you know what brings Ned South. Cool, uh, but I, I like that he had like more of a role in the story. And
1: uh, no. but but it's very it's very abstract. Like you know that John Aaron is is like a father to Ned. Mm-hmm. You know, and they lived all these years together. Um, but at the same time. We don't. We don't have any like interaction. Like, there's no moment where Ned says, "Well, this one time I was hanging with John Aaron, and this happened." That doesn't. Not none of that. So everything's very abstract about like John Aaron's role. Like he must be. Like we kind of accept. Like we're told, you know, we're not shown his importance. Like, oh yes, Ned lived there for years. John Aaron must be important. He must be like a father. You know, well, to, to be to fair, me.
0: Ned also thinks about random things so instead of he, he doesn't. Think, weren't you the one who uh, pointed out that he thinks about Daenerys more than he does John, and he comes to the oh, immediate yeah. conclusion that Cersei must have an incestuous relationship with her brother instead of it being oh, just yeah. like some random other blonde guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, Ned's funny. There's there's a lot of funny <laughs> things about a Game of Thrones and what people think about, but you know, so, but yeah, it's just. Um, all of all of these years spent in in the Vale, and um, I don't know. It's just we never really hear about how John Aaron is, or or what even what Ned's life was like. You know, does Ned know how to joust? How, what does he think about the faith of the Seven? You know, like uh, all of these things. Like, what's it like? What was it like there? We don't, we don't know. We don't know. Um, so. Uh, in these early drafts of a Game of Thrones, there is no promise me deadlines. Um, that's kind of an added thing later. Um, which is funny because a lot of these things all together, like John Aaron being at the Tower of Joy and, and, and stuff like that, like, you know, all of this gets hammered out later, right? When he's thinking about the Tower of Joy. Like that's the where the Promise Me Ned line comes from and and what it means and um connecting it to Howland Reed. He you know, he must have really rethought the whole story when he finally started um uh like thinking about um Tower of Troy Actually it I'm getting the timeline wrong here, because it's actually the ninety four manuscript is where the pro- the promise me NED lines are inserted. They're not in the 93 manuscript. So right. he, um, you know, so that, and that's where the tower of joy comes is first put in. And it's John Aaron there instead of Howland Reed. Um, and by 94, the plague has been, has been removed and, um, and it's just John Aaron dying of a sickness. Um, what else? um, Oh, so in these early drafts, we have an early map of, of Westeros, um, which is, which is funny because the map is very empty, you know, but we have certain locations that are identified on there. Um, and I think they're identified because certain characters are, are, um, appear and so you want to point out where they're from so the wall is obviously marked the last river is marked um i don't know i, I guess i mean the last river is where uh that's um the where uh the dreadfort is on right um so i, I think unless i'm unless i'm mistaken i trying to, I've, I've got to bring up my my map of the north um if it has a different name if it changes no it's called the last river no the dreadfort's not on the last river the dreadfort's on the weeping water the last river is where last hearth is um so i don't know why specifically he wants to like put the last river um on the map i guess he thinks the uh the um, last river has not yet really played a, a very big role in, in anything. So um, unless is it mentioned in the John chapter where that, where they travel to the wall, I'm trying to think why he'd, 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 <clears throat> it is the last river is, um, is mentioned Oh no, no! It's not mentioned until Clash of Kings.
0: I'm impressed that you're even able to make out some of this stuff because, no offense to uh, the the poster, yeah. Um, a lot of whatever phone he used to take pictures of, like just it—it's not in a high enough resolution, so I can barely, barely make out some of this. Like I can make out Iron Islands, and you pointed out Three Sisters. Um, I was yeah. not able to make out Isle of Faces, like. Kinda. And yeah, to me, that yeah. doesn't look like River Run. Like, you say that's River Run right there? Mm. It looked like Raven yeah. Hall to me, but okay. So, so
1: on this map, okay, the last river is marked, so maybe he's thinking about the Umbers. Nothing else in the north. The Bay of Ice is marked. And R- Winterfell, the King's Road, Bear Island is marked, which I understand that because Jorah is from Bear Island. He's marked the Three Sisters. Of um, course, the Three Sisters have played almost no role. Uh, in in the story so far, I mean, maybe he's just marking it because it's islands and he likes marking his islands. But the three sisters is a very minor minor store, like minor place right now. Um, the fingers are marked clearly because Littlefinger is from there. Um, the neck, they he he's marked it as the black bog, um, which that that went away, you know. So. Iron Islands is marked. Uh, Pike is marked. And then we get the Trident is marked. River Run is marked. River Run, see, you read that and you're like, oh, could that be like something different, like Raven Run? And I was like, no, no, no. Like, So River Run is named after the first and last word of James Joyce's Finnegan's Wake. And so it's just a, a word that, like, George thought was poetic and, like, is throwing a, a James Joyce, like, shout out there. So, you know, River Run's going to be River Run. It's not going to be something different. Um, so the Vale of Aaron is is called Aaron Vale instead, which it's is kind not of... It's kind of the same thing. It's... It is. It is. Um, but it does make me think a little differently. So in... George R. Martin's thousand worlds universe there was a veil um ve- spelled differently there like there's an area of space called the veil um but it's V E I L like a like a like a shroud yeah yeah um and so I was like oh, you know maybe maybe the veil is the veil or something but no I think he just he, he was calling it Aaron veil and then he turned it around to the veil of Aaron which I think somebody was mentioning. I think isn't that from f- like? I mean, this is years and years before this, but isn't isn't there their place from Frozen very similar to aaronvale Is it I, the land? I, I think Fro- it's Arendale. Maybe Arendale. I've Never yeah. seen
0: Frozen, so I'll take your word for it.
1: Instead of it being the Erie, he's na- he's made the capital of Arendale, heron mm. Um. Now. Heron Hall uh, is probably named after Karen Hall, which is a um, fort from a story called Bitterblooms that George R. R. Martin wrote uh, while the Eerie is from um, Windhaven, which is another book that, uh, that George R. R. Martin wrote. So, you know, he's, he's essentially just replaced like one, Throw a throw, throwaway line from or throw away, like thing one reference to his own work for another one, um, but and then moved Heron Hall to the to the um to the Riverlands, but that's where both of those come from. So, um, what else is marked? Casterly Rock, River Run, Isle of Faces, Dragonstone, King's Landing, The Reach, High Garden, Storm's End, Dorn, but instead of Sunspear. Dorn is called um, Sunspear is called Ironport? Yeah, that's what I'm seeing too. I suppose if you look at it in a First Men kind of, First Men uh, migration kind of way or whatever you know, like Westeros was supposed to have bronze and bronze weapons and then the idea is that the, the the invaders brought steel so maybe it's like iron port is like bringing the place where iron and steel came over in this in this version i mean later i understand that like the the um the andals invade the Vale first and all of this and and the first men where that comes from were also using bronze so but technically um, that
0: wouldn't wouldn't be a port because at that point when the first men are coming over isn't the arm of Dorn connecting to esso still intact
1: yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So, that's true. but you know, so, who who knows his story at this time? You know,
0: probably children of the forest weren't even a thing.
1: Yeah, but nonetheless, like uh, it's Sun Spear instead of Iron Port, and this is though kind of the weirdest thing on the map. So, the um, <laughs> the the Arbor is is called it's called Roin. which of course is like the, the river in, in Essos where the Roinar come from, who, who come over to become the Dornish. But, um, the Roin is, is just this island, um, which kind of like changes this idea. I don't know when the first time he says, um, king of the, the first men, the Andals and the Roinar right cuz like the Roinar just being this one tiny little island yeah you know? mhm um let's see where where royn or roynar first appears oh well i mean Nymeria is qu- lame, uh named after the warrior queen of the royn which is um that's in aria 1 Ga- game of thrones um so you have to wonder. Sorry, I mean, hmm. I, yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to know if – and and the Roinar, the Andal's the Roinar and the First Men, like that's that's from brand one. So I, And you can tell this
0: was fairly important because there's another location here that he highlights, though I can't see what it is.
1: I can't – Yeah, it kind of looks like Flintstone, but it's something stone, right? Mm-hmm could that be runestone
0: i was thinking that but no like that looks like an f it, you're right it looks like an f but it, it's so hard to tell like this no once again, no offense to the poster clearly wasn't taking the pictures on like in a 4k camera so it's really like even if you zoom in it becomes distorted so it, okay. it's hard to say i'm i don't want to say maybe that's I mean, probably the placement for old I mean, it
1: kind of looks like f- it kind of looks like fume stone or so. like that's the way it look. like it looks like my eyes to me but that doesn't make any sense many set you know any sense are there
0: any areas around um, the lower reach where stone is involved maybe he moved it there like with heron hall um, how heron hall was moved from the riverlands to the eerie or to the
1: the Vale. uh i don't think so um let me let me let me uh If there's anything from that area. Um, The Arbor, the Red Wine Straits. Uh, No, no. Starfall, Blackmont, High Hermitage, Sandstone. Sandstone. It doesn't look like an S.
0: I'm also wondering because Old Town is not highlighted on here. I'm wondering if that's the replacement for Old Town. No, not at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, clearly it was going to be some major, major important place that was, you know, it was, you know, it, you know, it kind of makes sense now in in, in a, um, uh, like it, it, it was this enlightened Isle. Like I imagine that if there's no old town, that maybe that's where the citadel is and all sorts of places and everything fancy and cool Mm -hmm. and 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 civilized is on that island it's like a numenor kind of thing right yeah and 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 so you know westeros is this uniting of of like that like that being so important because right now even if you start thinking of the balance of like the, you know the the Roynar, the Andals, and, and the and the uh, the the first men, the the Andals and the Roinar, The Roinar, you know, are kind of the the least important of 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 the three in the story so far. You know, like they're just it's just Dorne. It's the least populous kingdom. Like they don't they you know they don't really have any major cultural influence that that has like affected the rest of the kingdoms, you know, mm. like, um, uh, yeah. Like why would, um, I don't know, like, why would he, it's almost like to, to the point where like, why would the, uh, the, the King, like the, the Kings of Westeros even bother differentiating them, you know, <laughs> but the, 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 the Dornish, you know? Um, out of out. well, out of
0: respect, for, because for the longest time the Dornish weren't even a part of the Seven Kingdoms technically. So right. I'm assuming in the in, in this draft, despite the fact that Royne is a small island, they have to have some type of considerable power, like the Red Wines
1: do in the main story with the fleet. So, yeah. but but see now we're at, now this is a funny little rabbit hole because that term being being the king of the the Andals, the first men, and the Roinar Um, it's, that's done by Targaryens who are Valyrians. They're not, who are neither. They're, they're not first men. They're not Andal. They're not Rhoynar. They're Valyrians. So why wouldn't a king say that I am the king of the Valyrians? You know, like, why wouldn't you say that you're, you're also Valyrian? I'm king of Valyria, um, the Roy, the Valyrians, the Roynar, the Andals, and the First Men. Like, why wouldn't you say that as well? You know? Um, because the Valyrians are the ruling say-
0: family and they already have claim over Westeros, so it's kind of redundant to include themselves in it. That would, that would, that would maybe imply that there are other Valyrians, which technically kind of there are with the Valarions. They have the Valyrian blood, but still, it's just Targaryen supremacy bullshit.
1: When the Queen of England is called the Queen of England, she's still like, you know, she's she's queen of a lot. But they, she's, they still mention England, you know, <laughs> um, I it is just really, it is it doesn't really make. I don't know. It it's kind of weird. <laughs> All of these things are kind of weird. Like, why? Why this? Why is there an island called Royme in the corner of the and the thing is, is, is look at the, the design of it. It's got like double lines. that has been made thick. Like, real special care. There's like this tiny little river in the middle and this like, feeding something. Some little port with an island in front. I mean, that's all been cut. George, I think you're, I think you're
0: correct. George loves his islands. He loves, uh, naming his islands. Dragonstone is mentioned, the Iron Islands, the Three Sisters. And, uh, what's, uh, oh, no, that's the Fingers. That's right. That's right. I thought he named that little island there. Um, Maybe that's it. He loves naming his islands. I mean,
1: you know, red, red wines are also have, were also mentioned very early in a, in a game of Thrones. Um, so that Island hmm. is, you know, considered very important, like very early in a game of Thrones, but, um, that's, that's Royne. Well, he, he, <laughs> he didn't name the shield islands or Tarth. So right. yeah. Well, Bri- you know, that. <laughs> Brienne doesn't become a character until the next book. That's right. Um, though it's a huge island tarth i mean it's it's weird that like bay of ice gets named i'm trying to think when bay of ice is first first mentioned here oh not really mentioned much at all so i don't hmm. know why i got attention so i don't know there's some things that are random but some things that are very interesting on that map but
0: know. uh uh yeah so uh are there any other interesting uh changes
1: in the draft um, is that all the, uh, that's all the kind of interesting things for now. I mean, this is just a, I mean, we still talked about this for a good 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the the weirdest thing for me is that Royne Island, you know, what the hell is going on there?
0: I'm sure someone was going to like hone in on this, someone in the comments, they always do. They're going to hone in on this and tell us in the comments what the actual name of that uh, special location on the island is I can't see it i it's too blurry for me when I try to zoom in,
1: yeah yeah, and peop- people are now going back, and I think we're gonna get more out of the library now that we're gonna have more visitors um every time every time you know people post uh about the library people about the Cushing library, like other people are motivated to go and then they find stuff so we'll Preston, see when we'll can see. we expect you to go oh I mean. That's, 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 (laughs) I I live in Taiwan, (laughs) I I don't, (laughs) I'll be here in Taiwan for another year, so, well, not, not for,
0: not for a long time. Gotcha, gotcha, because, because I I keep seeing people in the comments going, we should definitely start a GoFundMe to get Preston over there from Taiwan to, uh, to, (laughs) to to Texas to uh, check this out, but if anybody does go, definitely feel free to hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, wherever the hell uh if you you know get some stuff like this or just link me your post or eventually people always link it to me anyways uh on reddit if you guys post it there and please please take a nice high resolution possibly 4k pictures of anything you see that has a map on it so we can uh carefully uh take a look at this but um uh, no so so far this is the uh, game of thrones one of course g stuff did the uh the feast for crows one so uh, do we know if there are any, like, major manuscripts for Clash, Sor- uh, Storm of Swords, and Dance of Dragons? Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I mean, there's there's the all sorts of manuscripts for, for all of them. Plus, mm. plus there's, wild, there's, there's wild card stuff in there, too. <laughs> but, yeah. But, obviously, like, people's, people have put the most time and scrutiny into the Dance with Dragons uh, drafts. But, like, um, you know... You know uh, you know, I, I'm sure there's little little Easter eggs here and there to find, different in different um, traps. But it's you know it's hard work going through and like trying to find all the differences. When
0: I spoke to G steph privately, he told me about all the people who got inspired by his trip there, and they're all going to go and head over there and, and check it out. So uh, in the coming months, we will be seeing more of these. And uh, guys, as soon as they come out, we will cover them. Uh, Preston, do you mind if you wrap it up here? Sounds good. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. As always, we'll see you all next time. Have a good one.